Spectacular. And we are live on the Weirdos Only podcast with Erica Rodriguez from Not A Marketing. Hey, I like hey, hey, hey. I don't know, every time I see Not Nadi, Not Nadi, Not Nadi, what do you, what do you, Nandi. See, Nandi. What the Nandi. Fuck? That's how see, you, it's a city in Fiji. End. I don't see it's the a other city end. in Fiji, and that's how you pronounce it. Nandi. Nandi. Oh. Nandi Marketing. Yes, thank okay. you. <laughs> CEO and founder of Nandi Marketing, Erica Rodriguez, is on the Weirdos Only podcast. Beep, 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 beep. See, I don't have all those sounds. I have to make them myself. Hey, you do a good job at it, though. I don't have a soundboard <laughs> here, you know? So thanks for finally coming on here. You know, I know we've been trying to do this for years. And you're finally making yourself available for us. Uh, you know, my people contact, so for contacted your people. So, you, you know. You have people? I thought it was just you. <laughs> I got people. I got people. Of course people. you have people. You have so many people. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate I it. I got people. I stay having people. You know what? Your people are all good people. Some of them. I will them. say that. Some of them. How to get rid of some of them. Oh, well, you gave, <laughs> you know, got rid of them for a certain reason. So it's okay. You always want to have positive people in your life. You need the negatives too, you know? You need everything. You need a balance. You can't just have a bunch of, you know, you can't just have a bunch of a, a yes men, you know? You got to have you got to have those people who, who, you know, push back. You know? You do. So, is that person your is that person, is that person, you? person for me? Is that person you? <laughs> I was thinking the other way around. Huh. Yeah. Well, see? Then maybe you're that person, yeah. Or maybe you're one of the ones I need to snip out. You wouldn't snip me out. Snip out. Cut it out. Okay, yeah, my again, my my buddy always gets mad at me because I have terrible intros. But I think that was a good intro. Um CEO founder and uh You don't have to do it again. Nandi marketing. <laughs> I think I always I always say how long I've known people. Um Yeah. I've fuck. I've known you at least five years, right? Me? started working together in 2015. Okay, well that's at least so five. Six. So I was right. Yeah, you're that's right. That's at you're least correct. five. Yeah. You See? got it. As long as I'm under, like the price is right. Do you watch Price is Right? You I, watch love, price is I right? actually, I went to the show. You once. did? I did. Obviously you didn't win and anything. We, no, that was a really sad episode actually. Like no what? one won. It was really sad. Yeah, you're bad was, luck then. Good thing you didn't go back. No, I'm not, I am not bad luck. <laughs> but it was cool Bob. I didn't go with Bob, sadly. No. Oh, is Bob is he, is Bob Barker still alive? I was just about to ask that. Are you you're searching? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I got. But, yeah, there's a there's 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 a studio over here. We got everything. I got we got my guy on here. Don't trip. Your guy? Aren't you searching right now? Huh? <laughs> I got my guy right here. It's called the Power okay, of Television. Bob Barker. There you go. Is he still alive? I think so. It doesn't say he did. It just says born in 1923. 1923. Wow. It doesn't say he did. Wow. Bob Barker. 
and he kicked fucking Happy Gilmore's ass. So that means this year he would be 98. Wow. Yeah. Still kicking. Bet you he smokes That's weed crazy. too. Bet you he smokes weed. Okay, so let's 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 uh, do let's do some shameless six years together. Let's do yes. some shameless plugging on your um on your company. Tell us who you are, what you do, why it matters. Sure. Yeah, how, of course. How Nande came to be. Nade. I, th I think you should change it to Nade. That way you could have T Pain sing your no, jingle. No, not good. Have T Pain sing your jingle. Oh, baby girl. You know how expensive that would be name? to get T Pain. That copyright you want me to call him i'll call him oh, i thought you're gonna keep just, just singing tell me i'll call, call him. him you have call him right now call him i'll call him i'll call t-pain do it call call during this episode i want to hear no no um, no, no, no. We, this is about you right now. i'm not gonna call t-pain okay. then it's gonna be all about t-pain hey bring your numbers up just, hey, just that's, saying that's not what this is about okay this is about okay. i appreciate is, you yeah this is about weirdos and you're the weirdo today okay obviously yes yeah obviously um, yeah. obviously so yeah i just started my company nandi marketing uh last year in may there you go boop, boop. and i help mission driven companies social impact organizations what i like to call as ecopreneurs so anyone any entrepreneur that is eco-minded and i help them with marketing and their marketing strategies all digital Digital with uh, spirit fingers. I'm doing jazz. Yeah, spirit fingers. Spirit I was gonna say jazz hands. Jazz hands. No, jazz hands is I think I think the hand moves in jazz. We're, we're doing. We're trying to do the, it right the now. The hand Seriously. moves in jazz hands, and the fingers move in spirit fingers. That reminds me of like that cheerleading movie. What of is course. it called? Bring it on! Bring it on! There you go. They, they recorded it, it at San Diego State. They recorded a few scenes at San Diego State. That's right. I always yeah. forget about that. Yeah. We have some pretty good movies that have been recorded here, but yeah, well, there's actually a reason they don't do it anymore. Do you know for that? San Diego specifically, or what? Yep, yep. So I don't know if you know, like Why? top, like Top Gun was recorded here. Yeah, um, you know, so it was just recorded like two years ago when they did the sequel. Well, now, but then, like, the, there's there's this whole fucking politics thing that like whenever you record somewhere obviously you have to like pay and and you know how easy they make it for you to do it and within california and certain cities and la and stuff they kept bumping up those taxes and stuff that you had to pay so that's why you kept seeing a bunch of shows that were like recording in different cities um whether it be in texas or whatever and, and it because it brings revenue and tax to the city when when there's like a big production that there sense. and that's why like for example like Breaking Bad, what was recorded in New Mexico, stuff like that, to where like, right. where like, the the look in New Mexico, you could like that. That's the great thing about like California, like you can get all of those. You can go to the snow, you can go to the desert. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's all everything. here if you wanted it. Um, but like, and if you wanted a city that looks like freaking Albuquerque, you go to fucking Palmdale or go. To, you know what I mean? Like, it has that, yeah, that, that look. You know so it it was the taxes and everything that just made that just kept taking you know 
filmmakers and shows yeah. out. And so the same thing in, in San Diego, they weren't making it easy. And they were like, oh, if you want to film here because it's beautiful, blah, 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 you got to pay back, so Y, Z, but you can't do this, this, and that. And so it's like they're making them pay a lot and then not giving them a lot. So they were like, fuck that. It's not worth filming in San Diego, especially when it's like a show that's like new. You know, I know they, they filmed a few episodes of like Veronica Mars here and stuff like that. I like Sunset Cliffs. There's a whole thing. I don't know the episode, but I know that that was a thing. Bron I never watched it. But, uh... Me neither. That's what I'm saying. But I know that it was oh. it was a thing. So, um, but yeah. So it's like, you know, especially when a show's new, it could be successful and then continue to bring revenue. But if they don't allow it to come in, then. But then again, it's something that San Diegans aren't used to. Like in LA, you're used to like, oh, they close down the street because they're filming a commercial or, you know what I mean? No, yeah, totally. When my sister worked in LA, she was telling me that Scandal, one scene from Scandal was uh, getting it, was getting filmed there. And so she was seeing Carrie Washington um, using the elevator. And I was like, did you go on the same elevator? Carrie Washington? Yeah. Her, her list just bothers me all the time. Her little list. Why? It just bothers <laughs> me. I don't know. It just And she doesn't, doesn't do it me. all the time. And then she like, she can control it, but then she doesn't. And I'm like, ah, I mean, she's she's an actress. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing is like, if you fixed it, why do you unfix it? It's a unique characteristic she wants to keep. I guess. What's wrong with that? I guess it just seems like it's like you're a like thing. it's wrong. <laughs> Maybe I don't know because I don't have one. My lisp is just being loud. Um, but it's <laughs> it, it's like um, I don't. I feel like isn't it a thing you can't control, or is it just if you don't think about it, you can't control? I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah, it's like an accent. True. It's like my, it's but, like me British yeah, sure. accent. I had me a call with two blokes this morning. They were from British. One was from Essex. <laughs> you, a weird you. old bloke. <laughs> the Japanese old bloke from down the street. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I like your reusable water bottle there. I'm seeing him on Tuesday <laughs> in New York City. I don't know what accent that was. That last one. It's from New York City. Are you from New York City? You didn't sound like it. Like what? A New Yorker. Obviously, that's not a New York accent. Come on, come on. It's like it's like you know, it's like the guy who's trying to pretend he's from New York. We're like, come on, bro. We're like you got an accent from somewhere else. Come on, bro. Anyways, we'll jump in because I feel like you, I feel like you need we need we need to loosen you up. We need to you're you're stiff. You're stiff. Stiff, okay. Stiff. We need it. We need to do something. We need to do something. We need to get you out. We need to get you out of Ask your me zone. anything. Ask you Here. anything. Who was the first person you kissed? Oh gosh, I'm not gonna name him. Why is he gonna like call you or something? Was it last no. week? Was it, it last wasn't last week? week. <laughs> it was when I was in high school. Okay. Yeah. It was at a park. His name was Overton Engelbert. Was no, it? it was not. It was <laughs> at a park. It was at a park. Was it everything you dreamed of? Yeah. The song come on. Good. Kiss me. Under yeah. the moonlit highlight. Kiss me. It was a. It was a good kiss. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. For first time, had all the, the sparks. <laughs> for first time, you can't you can't redo it. There. You can't redo it. Can't redo it. No. I don't what was even your first know. Kiss like? uh, Do you remember? My first kiss. Name her. Oh. Name her right now. 
I, be I believe it was my neighbor. I think her name was Teresa. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in a closet in the dark. She was like, like two seven minutes in heaven kind of thing, or no, what? We would just went in there. It was like I think she was like two years older than me, or a year older than Dang. me. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I was I, I forgot like how old, I don't women. even remember how old I was. I don't oh. even remember how old I was. Oh, this is therapy right now. I'm, it re, I know, right? <laughs> you have to go <laughs> going into repressed memories. Ah. I'm a therapist as well as a marketer. No, you're not. But I'm um, going into repressed <laughs> memories. Definitely. Um, was it a good kiss? Wait, what the hell do I have? Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, I don't know. No. Yes. I don't know. I guess it wasn't that. that yeah, I was too. I was too young. I was too young. I was too young to know if it was good or bad. I just remember doing. My mom it. was very strict, so boys were a no-no until I was technically eighteen. Oh, boys were a no-no. Yeah. No, my dad said technically when no I was more 15, monkeys jumping on the bed. When I was fifteen, I could start dating. My mom said nope. Eighteen. Oof harsh wow yeah. poor guys right <laughs> am i right it was, Back then. they were they were probably <laughs> clawing at the door right let her out bro <laughs> no it was okay um, after that i was like bye going to san diego bye felicia bye see you later okay san diego is my home okay well, um Best piece of advice you ever got? Ooh, best piece of advice. Um, it might be simple, but it's just, just start. If you have ideas, just start it. If you have a business, just start it. And it seemed like it stuck. Yeah. It's so simple. It's, you don't have to be a perfectionist because usually for things I'd want like for starting my business or anything like that. Like I want it, you know, I want to launch it with X, Y, Z. I want to make it perfect. And it was just, you have to start somewhere. Can't have yeah. everything perfect. Have you so, read the book rework? No, I don't think so. It's no. by David Hanamier. Hansen. Um, basic, I read the book a while back. I mean, it, it might be a little outdated. I forgot. I forgot what the guy's, what I think they launched, like, um, I think they are the guys who created boot, uh, bootstrap, no, not bootstrap, uh, base camp. Have you ever used base oh, camp? Okay. Have you uh, ever used I've base used camp? it once for one team. Yeah. So, I mean, and for everybody else who doesn't know base camp is like, a, it's like a, a, it's like a group group work, right? Like a, like a, what do you project management, Pro project management platform, cool. something yep. like uh, Trello or, you know, and this podcast is sponsored by Basecamp. I wish they sponsored. Hey, hey, by the way, if anybody <laughs> wants to sponsor the podcast, hit me up. I'm taking money. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, no. So that book is it kind of talks about that and it talks about how how they how how they like they weren't. They just, you know, they, 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 they stuck to their guns too. And they just, they worked with the way they have, and they didn't need to like, Oh, you don't need an office. Like, Oh, well, we need an office. We need this. We need that. They were like, they kind of figured it out. They're all working remote. Um, and also like, also some of the stuff that like, 
they had they focused on what they were good at as well right they're like okay we're gonna focus on these features and like oh wait but like let's say whatever let's say um i forgot which one's it people uvo or i don't know but was, i know one for sure is trello and saying oh well they have this feature like an upload documents feature or whatever but for them it was like no this is what Basecamp is and we don't need to add features just because another somebody else has it like let's right. make sure that everything that we're doing is good and we're doing and we're the best at it and all of our features work instead of just trying to add features for the sake of adding features just to be like another just to be like the other yeah the other competitors yeah that makes sense. So what's your favorite yeah. part of San Diego? That's a hard question. Um, I mean, I'm from a beach town. I mean, the beach wasn't so far away. Like it was only 10 minute drive away from us. Um, I would say all the neighborhoods. I don't know if that's like, I just love all the different neighborhoods around San Diego. And it seems like it's such a small, it seems like to me that they're just like towns. It's not like a huge city. And so I think that's why when I came from a small town, I just loved coming into North Park or Normal Heights, PB, and it had its own feel for each of the neighborhoods. Yeah. What's your go-to drink? Besides so coffee for work days. Go-to alcoholic drink. I would drink. say alcoholic drink would be my ciders, my margaritas. I have many, I don't know, my mojitos. This would be like, and, and my meals. They're my all Moscow plural meals. and you already said more than one. <laughs> so. <laughs> I enjoy all of them. A go-to drink. You want me to pick one? I mean, go-to, if I just said right now, boom, pick one right yes. now, which one would you go to? If I said, hey, there's a bar right here, they got everything. They got your mules, they got your ciders, they got, your uh i said margaritas margaritas <laughs> um shoot i'd probably pick my ciders okay there you go cider my ciders cider sorry you want me to do one Just my cider go to drink yes. go to drink <laughs> you're having a lot cider. of trouble today okay beach <laughs> or mountain beach do you want me to explain why I mean, this is kind of why we're here. What? I mean, it's really like, you know, we want to build on these. I thought you were going to do fast We want to build on, on these. We want to, you want to, these are to help you build on a story and to help you I thought expand. you were going to do fast questions over here. Yeah, wait, I they, love the beach. I don't know. I like to be near water. I have to. Can you swim? I can swim. Okay. Yeah. I got taught. I can't remember, actually. I remember I took like YMCA classes with my parents, but I don't know. I can't remember that like kind of first memory of if I was thrown in a pool and that's kind of how I learned or if it was like in a combination of the two. Yeah. I do don't, you, yeah, I can't remember. Do you remember, what's the earliest memory that you can remember? I knew you were gonna say that right when I, what? I the earliest then should, memory Then you should I have, have it ready. Then you should have it ready. <laughs> you no, should right? have the earliest memory I have, it's probably, Probably something with my brother, I would say. Maybe it's it, gotta be what's coming up. What like right now? What's the earliest memory like if you could think of? Not like probably, yeah. You can probably probably I mean you know. my I mom know. my mom was probably there. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, more than likely, but it's, prob it's probably me like 
eating uh, eating cookies from the cookie jar, and then specific. So you right now you specifically remember you eating a cookie. Like I remember going into the kitchen, getting our cookie jar, which it was like a bomb, like bomb cookie jar with like a face on. I'm trying to remember the face too. Actually, I think it was a cow, and then opening it up. A bomb then, that was a cow. No, I said. I was saying like it was bomb, like it was a really cool looking oh. cookie jar. Like it's not like I don't. I feel like people don't have. Uh, cookie you gotta jars remember, anymore. I'm a boomer. I don't know. I don't know. I know. Ling- sorry. Lingo. I don't. <laughs> I, feel I, like I thought don't it was a literal shape of anymore. a bomb. I thought it was like. A- <laughs> It was like, I think it was a cow. And then, so yeah, opening it up and then just going for the cookies. And then I remember I didn't want my brother, Javi, they were chocolate chip. Homemade or just like tossed in there? No, they were like Chip Ahoy kind of cookies or something like that. Um, And I remember grabbing them and I didn't want my brother to eat them. So I just took a bite out of each one and then I put them back. Oh my God. Oh my God! You are that that's person. What, that, that's what ex- I did. So Javi wouldn't eat my cookies. Let's explore this. Let's explore this. You are that person. I was that person, I guess. <laughs> oh wow! You know, when you grow up with siblings, you gotta protect. How many siblings yourself. do you have? I have three. So there's four of us. But two did brothers. You all grow up in the same household. No, we did not. So. So how many grew up in the household? In order for them to steal cookies, is that just your one brother? Well, so my earliest memory was when my parents were together and then Javi, my older brother and I were in the same household. But then when my parents split up and my dad remarried, I got introduced to my bro- my new sister and brother. And then we grew up together since I was like eight. What was so- that like? When did um, when, when did you begin to see them as like your brother and sister? I don't um, I don't know actually. I Do mean, sh- I know that in the beginning we had lots of fights and stuff and it was kind of like, you know, we had each other's sides and because there was two of us on each side, it was like if something happened, I would tell Javi or Javi would tell me or something and then them too. And so it was kind of like I don't know, like at war, but then something happened. I know that like the girls, like myself and Relay, we had to share a room. So like, and then the boys actually got their, they got separate rooms. Oh. Actually, I don't know why that would be, but that's that's how it was. Toxic masculinity. That's that's how it was. And so that kind of, I guess, made Relay and me talk to each other more and more. Um, But yeah, there's not like one, this is your younger sister or people don't know her name you know that's right sorry merlet is my older sister older she's older than you yeah two years two years older than you so was she do you have and so when i was dad or no so they're my step okay so my dad just remarried to their mom and nancy had two kids already oh okay so you guys don't share any there's nope, nobody we're in not there that's that all stepped. Right. Okay. So there's four of us, and it goes like 28, 28, 30, and then 33 is the oldest. So we're really close in age. Yeah. We get along really well. But, you know, at first, and I feel like this is probably with any other siblings, we didn't get along, but, you know, obviously we 
think I don't say they're my step or my brother or stepbrother, stepsister, unless I actually have to explain it. Yeah. They are my siblings like blood. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that, that's definitely, I think, I think when you're a kid, you also, you know, you think of like the differences that you had just because you were kids and you were arguing or because you lived in the same room together. But then as you become adults, then, you know, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you don't, but you know, sometimes you get closer together. A lot of times you just completely like, yeah, you know what? Fuck them. Like, you know, I, I love them and whatever, but <laughs> we don't get along that well. So it's just not going to, you know, no, I get out. along with all my siblings. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Merlay, I will probably talk to every other day. And she lives in LA. So I'll either call her, Instagram, message her, video her. Send her memes. Send her reels. I'm not a meme person. Re reels. I, I send thing. reels. I don't, well, yeah. I feel they're, like they're I mean, all the memes. I mean, I guess the memes are only the, the, the pictures, but I feel like a meme is like, you know, a funny video. I feel like all, I just put it all into the meme. A reel can umbrella. be educational too, though. It could be funny. Yeah, but I'm talking about funny stuff. I'm not talking about. Let me send you this this reel from from you. You're that's an educational. Reels I send to everyone. Like if it's an educational and it relates to them, I will send it to them. It doesn't matter if it's. I mean, most of them probably that I will that I do send are. Well, and that's because funny, you use social media as a as a work thing, right? Right. I'm talking about just outside of work. Just the like, <laughs> look at his meme. True. I mean, I really don't look at memes as much as I look at reels, but that might be because of my work. Yeah. Okay. Ideal vacation destination right now. Uh, Greece. Greece would definitely be my number one. Um, it's just, it's, I don't know, everything that has been on my list that have been like number one, number two, number three, have all been like near the water. Cause I just love how the water looks. Um, and I love going snorkeling when I can. So it would be Greece. I would love to stay there for like a month. Mas Greca Italiana. Where do you want to go in Greece? Is there anything specific? Or you just want to go to the freaking islands or what? No, yeah, I would love to go to the islands. My number one used to be Fiji. It was kind is of that where reason. is that where they have the the is that where is the island of Lesbos or where is that where is that is that in Greece? Oh, I don't know. You never heard of the island of Lesbos? Island, not like the ones you're thinking. It's yeah. It's like Greek. Yeah. Isla de Lesbo. Was it right? Yeah, it was in Greece. Oh, fuck. The pictures are the bad. The one that though. you were talking about. The, the pictures, what? There's pictures online and there's a bunch of like refugees and stuff. And damn. My bad. I'm over trying to vacation. They're struggling, man. Oh, good. But I guess after COVID, after vaccinations and all that, I would literally travel anywhere. Literally. I just miss traveling. Yeah. Well, you've been taking some weekend trips. Right? Yeah. It's going out to the wilderness. I need to start doing that. Yeah. Going out to the wilderness. I mean, I went out to Lake Arrowhead. Um, been going to Big Bear a few times. Um, planning something. Did you go to Idlewild? No, no. no. I, might, I might go to Idlewild, maybe. But 
I have a few events coming up in the come few coming weeks, so it might make it a little you're tough. So popular. Um, of course, of course. Um, I actually, th I think I have to go to Vegas. In, well, not San Vegas April. for what? Uh, bachelor party. Uh, okay. They're yeah. starting to do that now. I guess they are. I mean, uh, I'm just Ready? I'm committing to it. So let's I mean, do it. COVID, so you're huh? good, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean. I think I think a lot of people look down on Vegas, you know, because of, of what it is or maybe they, I, I think the people there's people that have a notion of Vegas, you know, like obviously it's like a party place and people are going to go out there just for that. And just get drunk and oh, my God, so many people and blah, blah, blah. And I don't like clubs. But Vegas is like there's a lot like uh, one of my buddies lived in Henderson. So he was real close to Vegas. And I would go this last year. I didn't. But I would go a lot. I'd probably go like two or three times a year. Well, you used and to then, go a lot for trade shows, right? Yeah, for conferences so and stuff like that for work. And then I'd be out there for like three, four days, you know? So, like, obviously, you're like, yeah, there's the nights where you're like, oh, let's go grab a drink or whatever. But then you're like, well, I can't do this shit every night. And we're not going to clubs or anything because it's like, it's you're working. So it's like you're not every. I mean, no, there's a lot of people getting drunk and there's a lot of people willing to go and <laughs> do all the dumb shit. But you still have to be up in the morning. Maybe you have meetings and blah, blah, blah. And you have to make the best of like, because you're out there for work, you know? So. I've been on one work trip in Vegas and I really enjoyed it. Like I met the team over there. Um, and what was great was they showed me like the downtown. Because obviously when you go to Vegas, you're used to the strip. You don't really go to downtown Vegas. And we got to go to a couple of local restaurants and I loved it. Do you, oh, did you go to the. It, it, is that more like a Fremont Street or? You I went... think that's what it is called. Yeah, Fremont. Check. Yeah, Fremont Maybe. Street or you go to like downtown Vegas, like the Arts District. That's pretty cool, too. So since my oh, buddy. OK, it was the Arts District. It was, was. It? my buddy lives no. out when he lived out there. There was this thing on on. It was called First Fridays or something. And it was kind of like a big farmer's market that they had at night. And there would be a bunch of vendors and a bunch of like art and stuff like that. And you could go into the galleries and the bars. It was pretty cool. And like I said, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't in Vegas. You know what I mean? It was out there. And, right. and even in Vegas, like I've been to like, you know, like one, one, one place that's really dope. It, it, it has a, if you go to the circus circus there, they got one of the best steakhouses there. People don't know that because it's like the shitty circus circus, but their steakhouse is one of the best ones. And it's not as pricey as if you go to like, you know, fucking Hell's Kitchen or something. It's still it's still like right. steakhouse prices, but it's like it's not the same. It's like an old school kind of look steakhouse. You know what I mean? But you do have to walk through all the kids and stuff in circus circus. I've always wanted to go to a Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> I've never been. I think that would be fun. You want them to make you into an idiot sandwich? An idiot sandwich? What do you mean? Or you what is the one? What's the one that's like the scallops and like everyone's in competition with one another? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking about when he he gets oh. two pieces of bread and he puts them on that guy and he's like, "You're an idiot sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> I well, because that's a real restaurant, right? His yeah, Hell's yeah. Kitchen Vegas episode? is Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would want to go to there as well. I feel like Vegas. Yeah, like you said already, it gets like a not negative, but like a certain you know perception of partying well, and you can go to any of those shows and stuff like that yeah as well like you can make it your own trip i yeah they have the aquarium at the actually. mandalay bay you know it's pretty dope 
my buddies went to like go shooting and stuff like to go do stuff but i will say this because my my sister-in-law has family that lives in vegas like literally lives in vegas they were you know they lived there for years and so i've gone out into like the residential part of vegas i went to a wedding in vegas you know it wasn't on the strip it was you know but there's some really really bad parts of vegas i feel like you know like that's you know it's uh you see the strip and it seems so fancy and then like you know you go off the strip just like a mile and it's like you're in a really bad part of town you know and that's that's something that isn't that isn't um talked about when you, when they talk about vegas you know what i mean right. you take the trams and all that cool you know fucking m m factory i'll see but you know it's pretty crazy and then people and then people think they can do whatever the fuck they want because it's vegas so they're like you know the, the tourists are coming in and fucking things up and it's like there's still laws bro no yeah definitely true especially when they're intoxicated and everything i'm sure lots of things go down so what's a song that you like but you hide or you're ashamed of liking i'm not ashamed of liking any music but I don't know. I well, I say this all the time. I tell people that I love the Glee soundtracks because and you're laughing because that's probably the same reason. But I grew up with Glee. And so all of that, I don't know, all those cover songs, I love them. And I used to have like the CDs and stuff. I used to buy their DVDs. And it was like really cool. You grew up they with went to Glee. How? Yeah. When was Glee? I guess I. I mean, I don't know, but I didn't watch Glee. Um, what do you mean? You don't know? You have to Google it. That means you didn't grow well, up with no, it. No, <laughs> I was checking the official dates to give you. It was 2009 to 2015. And how old were you in those years? I was 18. Teenage. You were already grown up. So. Well, no, because I remember when when they went to college, I like that was my first you went to college. college. Well, you no, went to when, college with them. No, I did not go to college <laughs> with them. <laughs> I was saying when they went to college in the episode in the series, I was in my like my first year in college because I remember all the girls in my building, we used to watch it together in like the common area so we had like our little glee party and it was like people were like what are you watching I'm like yeah we're watching glee or you know they had the Grey's anatomy too like little groups and stuff so it was like whatever you wanted to watch in the common areas and people would watch it so we'd be like this is glee yeah you guys have glee watching parties yeah exactly oh. at usd that's kind of an experience that i did and as far as college i never lived in the dorms or anything you know, I did live with with guys and stuff, but I never lived in dorms, you know, so that experience, I, I actually, well, when I graduated, I did a, like a, a summer graduate program and I lived in dorms for that summer. And it was like, right. oh, I'm glad I didn't do this. <laughs> sharing During a bathroom your... and like and sleeping yep. in a in a shitty bed. I was like, oh, fuck, this bed sucks. You had to bring like your shower cat, like shower little basket or i think caddy whatever well no the, the, well, the dorm that i had was like a shared bathroom like it was like between two two rooms oh so we, okay gotcha yeah, so there was two doors you go in one or the we other we had like a hallway like all the girls in one hallway had to share one like and then you had a sink bathroom. too in your room so you could use your sink you know oh okay you know 
So um, yeah, dorm life. I don't know. I it was good and bad. I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's it an experience for ago. sure. Yeah. I too mean, long ago, but you can remember first... Glee. Okay. <laughs> it was, you know, you get mixed up with people that you know you didn't grow or actually I don't know how to explain it like USD was very different like you could tell um people that were on scholarship and people that were not because it is a very expensive school and it's a private school and so I remember my first year dorm roommates one of them oh, I can't remember who was the celebrity but she used to oh I think it was Adam Sandler so she was the your roommate was adam sandler how old are you oh my god right (laughs) she used to dog sit adam sandler's dog obviously um in malibu and so like when she came to usd like she had her clothes look at all these shitty dogs (laughs) right she she was commenting all these dogs (laughs) oh oh, adam sandler's dog would never do that and she had um yeah she had things dry cleaned and stuff and then she had um I just remember one time we like we had a project or no I wasn't in the class with her but she had a project that was like I'm sorry something of I scrapbooking or something like that that a flex is like uh <laughs> I babysit Adam Sandler's dog <laughs> oh out of my way <laughs> I feel like yeah you're probably that, picturing like, like this, this, she's like super like oh oh there she goes Adam but Sandler's USD dog like walker. We, I think like, we had the Prince of Dubai attend USD like we had a lot of wealthy people that went to USD. <laughs> you take care of my so, I think my uh, second year roommate in the dorms. Wait, this girl I was your to... roommate? That one was, yes. She was my one first of your year. roommates? Damn. First year. So my you know second Adam year. Sandler's dog or do you? Or... No, he never came by. Oh. No, I didn't get to see it. We only lived down. together for six months. Then I was out. Why? I didn't get along with them. So how do and, you move out of six months, though? Uh, you request to to move out and to go to another. Damn, building. that bad. It was that bad, and it was honestly that year USD accepted a lot more people than they could host. Um, and I remember that they made like dorms that were only made for two people. They made them and they like squeezed another person. And unfortunately that was my room. Like it was so small for three people and it was only with like two closets. So it was like, you know, three girls in the small space. It is tough. Um, my second year roommate, I had to show her how to pump gas. That was fun. <laughs> what was she how was she doing it? Was, she was pouring it on the floor or what? No, just pour it all over the car and it'll run. <laughs> just didn't know how to pump gas, apparently. That's so so I had to, weird. These what are the people I, I had to live with. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so I what know. what like how did you find out she didn't know how to pump gas? She asked me when we had to go pump gas, yeah. Well, how did she I get there? Like, it was her car? Yeah, it was her car. I think it was like a Mercedes or something, like a Lexus or something. And then yeah. um, she asked me or I had a pump gas for her, I think maybe like the first time and then showed her. What is she, so the, did she just like say like, oh, can you pump pump gas for me? Or, or was she like, get out peasant, pump my gas. <laughs> no. Pump my gas. I can't remember what she asked me, but it was like, <laughs> 
do you mind? <laughs> or <laughs> she just parked and looked over. You mind? I think the first time it was like something like that. It was like, and then I was like, wait, you don't? And then I, yeah, I think that's how it went down. You didn't even say anything. No, it was like, like she, she was looked like, at uh, me. And I was like, yeah, I think that's how it happened. <laughs> she looked see, at me and then. See, we're on a podcast. You have to be more descriptive about what happened. You know, you have to be like, oh, then she said this and then that so that we could build. Stories. Well, I can't remember the full memory, but I remember that she asked me. So it's not like I'm going to make up certain things. Okay, it's she like, asked you? Yeah, she asked me. And then I was like, oh, shit, you don't know how to pump gas? Okay. Let's walk through the steps i guess i don't know well, i was like here this is how you do it so you pump you put you grab the green one and you stick it into your car and you press where it says <laughs> diesel put some diesel in her in her car mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know i had some bad roommate experiences so what what was that experience like i mean you can't you you are a woman of mexican descent um, but you come from yes. a predominantly um, Anglo-Saxon um, community. Are you of, trying to label of, me uh, right now? I'm not. I'm <laughs> at, I'm, I, I am being very politically correct about okay. saying that you grew up with white people. So, like, you, so yeah. And then you come to a very predominantly, uh, you know, I would say affluent school so then was that a transition because i say like you said you knew how to pump gas yeah it was definitely a transition it was like like i said like you knew the people that actually had were on scholarship um i think one thing that was different was like my second year roommates they both didn't have jobs and i had jobs so it was me like waking up super early to go to my job or um it was me trying to i don't know it made me more open to to certain people and how they live for sure um and then also like confronting like i don't like to confront i think that's like one of my weaknesses um so i kind of bottle things up so much and so yeah like one thing was that i mean she, is like, it is it confrontation or is it just communication at that point I mean, what, what, no, what do you mean, what do you mean by com confrontation? Like, I would know? say, yeah, I mean, communication, but at, to this point that, I don't know, you tell someone that you work, you give them, you know, basically your schedule. Like, I, I mean, I had a tough schedule that year. I remember I had, um, I worked at the library and I worked like really late shifts and the library closed at two. So I probably got home around 2.20 or Ooh. so. And so... Apparently I shouldn't be with like a light sleeper. So I woke her up every time. Or if I had 7.45 AM classes and she had, I don't know, like 10 AM classes. Like I also woke her up and to the point that, I don't know, she just yelled at me. So it was, it was just like a toxic living situation and can't really, when you decide to live with them, you tell them like how your schedule is or they know like your classes. I don't know. I don't know how you can avoid that situation. It's like Adam Sandler's dog would never wake me up. <laughs> Not the same person. But oh, okay. Well. Yeah. It was, I don't know. But then you find those communities, you know, anywhere. And at USD, I found my community. I felt comfortable with them and moved in with them. And 
it was all good from there. So how did you how did you find did you just move somewhere else and then just figure out you clicked or did you start kind of going to different like I don't know clubs or something to meet people and then hang out with them or what do you mean by community? Yeah, so at USD I joined a sorority. Um, I also joined Roadract, which is part of Rotary International. I've been a part of it since high school and there's different clubs. So there's clubs and colleges and I joined the one at USD. Um, and then just being with like like-minded people, you know, sororities, the com I don't know, the common thing with sororities is everyone wants to find their own community and they want to be social and stuff like that. Um, you might be in common with some sisters about philanthropy or about socializing a little bit more with parties or something or you know, you find your cliques within the sorority, let's say, or for you, I'm sure in your fraternity, you found cliques with other people because of different reasons. I feel like with Rotaract, because it's like one central group that cared about service, I clicked more, way more with people in that group because we had all one central focus and it was like, we were all passionate about service. So I got along with them pretty well. So what does service mean to you? People hear service, but they don't. I don't think. I um, think most people don't really think of what service is. They think you're freaking. Maybe they're gonna think you're a veteran. Got Thank it. you for okay. your service. Um, yeah. So for service, it means giving back to your community in any way that you can give back. And so, with my Rotaract club, it was that we were in college, and even right now, because I'm also in a Rotaract club. Um, giving back in the way that we can. So some members, obviously with COVID right now, they're not comfortable going out and volunteering. So they're doing some in, they're at their apartment volunteering with some organizations that need help. Some other ones of us, we're trying to give back and we're more comfortable going out to the streets um, and volunteering that way. So it's kind of any way that you can give back to your community is what I would call service. And so, is it things that you guys are doing or do you look to find other organizations to work with? Uh, both, definitely both. So it depends on the members too, because we wanna make sure that for the members, they care about what they're volunteering. So if they have any ideas or if they can come with general ideas, maybe it is like the environment or something, or if they wanna work with like, I love a clean San Diego, which is a very specific nonprofit, then we can also work with them as well. We're pretty open to just finding opportunities. And for anyone that wants to volunteer, uh, we actually have a, a person that's dedicated to organizing those events. And she organizes two events every single month for us. Mm. So how how is that, since joining that, obviously you've been in that for a while, how has that like really changed your life? Or how do you, you know, what do you, how do you now it's I feel like it's embedded into your life right and I don't know your identity of who you are maybe I don't know how do you oh yeah it definitely is um I started in high school and that was just like a club that was all about service and it was that we were doing we were helping like the local rotary clubs in their events and stuff um but now it's more of like you know we're all adults and we can kind of figure out where where we wanna give back um, and in what level that we can give back. Um, and then now I actually 
before COVID, I traveled every single year uh, for the international convention. So then I made it my vacation when I was working at a company that, you know, you have limited vacation, I would take that vacation time and go to the conventions. Like it was part of my life. And so then I followed the conventions and then you get to meet people around the world that are part of Rotary or Rotaract. And, you know, some people that I've met through conventions, I've been to like four, you know, four or five countries with them. So it's like ingrained in me that community as well as it's really, I don't know, it's awesome to be a part of that organization because anywhere that I go in the world, I can look up Rotary or Rotary Club and I can go and we kind of, we speak the same language, that Rotary language. English, English, yeah. Okay. Well, isn't that something? So do we. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Okay. So I guess I guess on that note, what is what is the one of the what is one of your favorite trips that you've taken with Rotaract and why? Um, what was my favorite trip? That's a good one. I've actually. Well, you can just say highlights of trips or something like what you know, what what are ones that you liked and and why you liked them, and it doesn't. I, I, you don't have to give the, you know, the, oh, well, we did a lot of community service on this one. You could say, I got trashed at this one and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was all my friends and, you know, I don't know. Or maybe the destination, hey, it was really cool there. It was a lot of stuff to see. Yeah, I would say, um, and you can see my flag here. I would say Brazil was really amazing. It was. Um, that was a road like trip? A, yeah, Brazil? that was a road trip that I went to. I think I was there two weeks. So the convention part was for a week, but then after we took a post trip and some of the members that go to the convention, they'll either take like a pre-trip or a post trip. So I had a number of people that went to the same area as me and we got to explore and it's amazing to go like within a group instead of being kind of like a solo traveler. You're, I, I like when I explain the conventions cause I'm always like, I go maybe with like one to two people but I'm meeting like a thousand people. <laughs> when I go. Yeah. So it's like, I'm never alone. Um, but I feel like Brazil, like the other convention was in Australia and I actually studied abroad there. So I just met, it was cool to go back to see some of my like classmates and stuff and see them again after a couple of years from studying abroad. But I think Brazil, it was just like more of the culture um, or going to like the big statue. Um, and that was like a, was it? The wonders of the world is one of those. So just going over there, I think, was like a really memorable moment. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you're saying, of, of the, the community that you're building, right? Because you're with so many people, but like you're, what, what's your experience like traveling? Like, like you said, oh, well, you're not alone. Like it's like, it, like it's a lot of people like the solo traveler thing, but you're more saying like you enjoy traveling in a group and traveling with people and, and, and meeting more people as well, right? Right, yeah. And I guess one story to tell, to kind of explain like the whole Rotary and Rotaract community. Um, I was in the convention, I think it was last year or two years ago, I was going to the convention in Hamburg, Germany. And before that, I took nom, a nom, 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 nom. I like cheeseburgers what? better, but that's just me. Oh. 
I was like, what the heck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And I was going um, to Europe and it was my first time. So I wanted to go for a little bit longer and I wanted to explore London and Amsterdam. So when I was in London, I, poor planning on my part, I just didn't know how to get to Amsterdam. And so I found a way and then I didn't plan Amsterdam to Hamburg. And so from Amsterdam to Hamburg, I was like, huh, I wonder if I can just chat and see if like any road actors are from Amsterdam that are going to Hamburg for the convention. And so we have a group like on Facebook and you can kind of say like, you know, if you're visiting that new country, like if you want to meet some road actors and stuff, like I'm going this day in this day and you can meet them. Like it's a really cool community obviously that we have. And so one person was like, oh yeah, like you can, you can come um, and you can spend the night at my place. And then um, I can drive you and I'm going to the convention with two more or no, one more of my members. And then we're driving to the convention that next day. So you can come with us. I have two more seats available in my car. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Like, where do I meet you? Da, 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 da. And one of my friends that I met um, in a hostel in Amsterdam, they're like, you're just going to go by yourself. Like, like to a random place in Amsterdam, meet this person, and then they're going to drive you in your car. And I was like, yeah, it's Rotary. It's Rotaract. I have no problem with it. Met them. They were the best people ever. And actually that night I slept in a police station. Whoa, whoa. How did that lead to? What'd you do? I know, right? It's like one of those great stories. Um, Whoa, tell this great story. (laughs) So what ended up happening was that um, member actually lives in a an abandoned police station. Ah, boo! That's a, I know. <laughs> I got you, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, everybody was waiting for a good story. You're like, oh, I live in one. That story so I over. Ans- <laughs> I guess in that area, if anything's like abandoned for X amount of years, you can live in it. So it's like, it was a really cool building and every, like all these offices, he turned them into different rooms. And so he had, I think like 14 different rooms and he had like two huge garages. He had money too. I, I remember, I can't remember how much he paid, but it wasn't that much. No. No, it was crazy. Like I was like, that's "How cool. are you?" Living I, I, I've always like this? that's that's one thing that I've like dreamed of, like to have like a. I feel like I want to have like an unconventional type of home. You know what I mean? Like right? uh, whether like a warehouse, and I drive into the warehouse, and there's all this crazy shit. There's an art studio, and then towards the back is like my house, like where I sleep, and you know whatever. Like I don't know something like different. Like I, I don't know if you remember there was a. Um, some of those apartments right there in East Village that there was like, uh, like, um, like it was just like a door. I don't know if you were with me or walking to like, I think it's right there by Pokies. Yeah, people a, don't know how we know each other. You didn't even cover That doesn't this. matter. We did, we did <laughs> say that. We said we worked to work together and we've known you for years. They, they're not going to, what? You want to tell them your credit score too? Credit score? <laughs> no, we didn't even say that we actually worked together. You just said that you knew me. We get. Yeah, we just said it right now. You want to say okay, it again? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is crucial to this story about this sick fucking apartment. You know what? <laughs> okay, My point on. is that there was sick. There's like sick apartments. Like I think there was one right behind that, like that steel shop, and it was just like the steel oh, I know shop. What you're yeah, about. yeah, yeah. And it was, it's just all like brick on the side, and and like in the 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 front of the apartment is just like a door. 
in like a right. little shitty garage. And like, I remember one time I was walking by and it was like, I think he was leaving or he just came in or something and he left the door open and I was like, Oh shit. It's like, it's, it like, was it's like, my time. Let me go in and super, check it out. Well, I didn't go in, but I could just, I looked in. Who I take mean, pictures who from does afar? It? I mean, that's what they zoom in later. Do people not like, who doesn't look in like, I don't know. Is it just me when somebody like, especially downtown, I used to walk around downtown so much when I lived down there or when I worked down there, it's just like, you know, what, like whenever I pass by, I look in. I'm sorry. I'm like, fucking do You're your laundry like if you don't. Look in person. Oh some hell yeah! Are not, I'm a looker. I'm are. a look in. I look in. <laughs> and, oh oh, they got the. You know, I mean, that's sometimes you see good stuff. Sometimes you see stuff you don't want to see. But that's the risk you take. But anyways, <laughs> this place was super dope. It was like it just like I looked in there. And I was like, oh dang, and it was huge. I thought it was like some of these places downtown are so tiny, you know. It's just like huge friggin' place. It went all the way. It took like half that block. I was like, oh, damn, this has got a dope ass place. And that's kind of like, I don't know, one of my dreams. And like, um, I think right there on that same street is the, the which I didn't know for the longest, the, the YWCA, which is the Young Women's Club Association. It's like not the YMCA because the YMCA is the young men's, you know, so. Anyways, there's the YWCA building, and it's on like, I could be wrong. It's on 9th, I think, and it's been empty for a while. And I was like, it'd be so dope to like, like live on the like top floor. You know what I mean? Like, just like. Oh, by I'm, McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I was like, that would be dope if you like just lived on the top floor. Like, I, that was my house, you know? That would be cool. Yeah. Like that. That's a big you know, place, too. So that's one thing I've always thought about. And I also like, like, you know, having a house or, or, you know, having a backyard and stuff like that. That's dope. Especially, I mean, I was talking about it with one of my other friends, uh, actually on the podcast, because he lives in downtown LA. And he's like, man, like right now, he's like, I kind of wish we had a house, like, you know, that we can like go outside and grill and kick it and, you know, do stuff outside. Because he's like, he's kind of just stuck in his apartment, you know? Ooh, yeah so but i mean the reason you live somewhere like that is because of the because of you know because of the stuff that's close by you know because you can walk to bars and food and i would want my own house bums. i dream of having my own house i want to have a really nice front yard or backyard it doesn't matter and then i want to grow i want to try weed. to grow my own food weed food oh weed food, weed? <laughs> I, have food. <laughs> I have to say it so many times with you cannabis, food. <laughs> cannabis? like to grow my own food Poppies. thank you very much and why don't you do great. it now start I it. I now mean, oh you know, right take my own advice yeah i could try to grow something on my balcony you got a balcony i know put some tomatoes out there i could i could try yeah i have to practice because there. i i used to be really bad at plants and then i tried succulents and then i killed some succulents Probably just overwatered them. I probably did. You have to wait for the. You have to wait for the. The and there's a there's a misconception on overwatering, because if oh you put too much water, it's fine to, to put water in it, but then you have to you have to wait for the the soil to completely dry out for you to add more water. So what you're saying is I need like clear plots so then I can see that it is. Dry plots. Out. I don't know what plots are. 
like a pots. <laughs> pots. Have you ever grown like? Well, I'm pretty sure you have, but like orchids. Orchids are this are like you have to let them soak, no, but then you can't. Them. You can't like you have to take them out and let let it drain out. So orchids mm. are kind of, and an orchid is a is is a great it's it's a great metaphor. It's a great metaphor for oh, okay for yes. you know, a relationship. Um, because orchids take time, they take time, and there you go, Ed. they they'd be very fragile, fragile plants. But when they bloom, it could take eight months. Oh, but when they bloom, it could take two years. But you must continue to take care of it, and not expect the bloom, but nourish it in order for it to be happy, regardless of the bloom. Thus, you will see the flower bloom in all its beauty and its glory. Wow. Thank you. I feel like I should have Thank some you. sort of like some sort of noise after like ding, 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 ding. no, you got it's got to be a little like a just like a little bell ding. or the little gong. Okay. Dong. Oh, I think I have that. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. We'll, have, have, we'll, have, we'll have sound after effects your here. Thing? We'll have sound effects here. We're like a what is the little thing? There. Oh no. There you go. Namaste. Namaste. Oh. I was going to say, what noise is that? Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for that wisdom, Ed. I really. Namaste. Oh, namaste. May you be patient, may you be kind, and good to yourself. Namaste. 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 Yeah, see, do you yoga? Have you done yoga? I've tried it, and yoga is not for me. What kind of yoga? Standard yoga. <laughs> Standard. Standard. It's Did not you do like Bikram? hot yoga. It's do like Bikram yoga. Bikram. Do Bikram that, yoga. So. That's the guy that freaking was like a freaking uh, sexual predator. Brickrum. Oh gosh. No. Yeah. You didn't see that there was a Netflix documentary on him. No. I've been now missing a lot does of these Bakram, like Bikram. It's really old. Okay. I've been missing a lot of the Netflix like series and documentaries that have been like pretty famous, I feel like. You've been pretty famous? No, I said I've been missing like what is those series like Tiger King? I've never, I haven't watched. Oh my God. I know. I didn't watch. Um, you didn't watch Tiger 13, King? 13 it was during quarantine. Why? What were you doing? I was building my business. You were not. When did you start? <laughs> no, this was March. March, started, April. Yeah, I started in April. Well, you could have watched Tiger King. I'm sorry, I didn't watch it. You watch nope. it now. You can watch how Carol Baskin destroyed everything. I mean, I could, but there's also some other ones. I need to start watching them. I don't know. There's like also you said some thirteen like really... reasons why. That's not a yeah, documentary. Yeah, I feel like I feel like oh no, I said series or documentaries. Oh. So here's the thing that I heard about. I did. I never watched it because I read something from somebody that I respected that said that that show was um, 
was kind of I want to say fetishizing, but it was it what was show? the show Thirteen Reasons Why oh, because okay. it was it was a lot of mental health stuff attached to it, but it kind of had the it kind of had the undertones of like or I don't know the undertones or the message of like when I die or if I die, you'll see. And so kind of more promoting, you know, like, you know, suicide as opposed to like, not like saying, hey, you know, I mean, hey, you can go see a therapist or, you know, like mm. coping mechanisms more like, oh, you'll fucking see and you'll finally get it if I die. So then it would be like, oh, well, if I kill myself, then they'll get it. And then obviously to to um, and, and it's like not like a direct message but that's what they were saying right. like some of that message messaging within that can be misconstrued and can be taken that way by people and i think that you know when the, these shows are very influential and then people are like oh like you know especially young malleable also, like, minds you know i was gonna say yeah like people that are young you know that are vulnerable and stuff that could be taken the wrong way yeah i did not i did not know that about that show I mean, it, that's that's what it was kind of about, is from what I heard. And like I said, when I saw somebody post that, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I just didn't, you know. I think you have to like, you have to be a good steward of like what comes in, like the same way, like you're saying, oh, well, I don't want to, like, I don't want to sit and watch hours and hours of like the Kardashians because I know it's just not gonna be, you know what I mean. But I do enjoy like, okay, I know this is stupid, and I know it's gonna just, just, I'm just gonna watch this for the sake of it being stupid. And I don't have to always be consuming content that's like, oh, this is educational or whatever. Like, no, Tiger King, I realize this is stupid. And that's why I'm watching it because it's stupid. You know what I mean? Just to like not think about anything. Just like, ah, these guys are stupid, you know? <laughs> but like other content where you're like, oh, I know that this is probably, you know, maybe there's some transference or like, oh, like maybe if it's about sexual abuse and you've been through sexual abuse or something like that, you know, or, okay. you know, whatever, like a, sometimes that can weigh on you you're like yeah i'm not gonna watch that you know not that it's gonna like oh my god i'm gonna completely break down but you're like yeah it's probably not the best thing for me to watch you know yeah definitely i actually i haven't watched a episode of the kardashians in forever oh I, let me tell you that that so show Courtney, my god what thankfully did, it's in its last season no supposedly they got picked up who's I was with my family. Really? This, yeah, this no. last weekend. I think my sister-in-law watches Kardashians. Or, oh, watch somebody was talking about the Kardashians. But supposedly that they stopped, they stopped the show. Right. And they were saying like we're done with it. And then I guess I guess this is what I heard. Supposedly that. Okay. They yeah, I'm not following them. I don't follow them. But sure you don't. But Kim, you have Kim, one of Kim you follow one of them on Instagram. No, sure. I don't. I don't follow any. You can check my Instagram no? right now. I was no. gonna say I can check it. Check me. I only follow I can Caitlin. See who you're following. I only follow Caitlin. That's one of them. No, she's a Jenner. Okay. She's not a Kardashian. No, I'm okay. just kidding. I'll I don't follow any of them. Yes. No, you can go look right now. Freaking fact check me, fool. No, I don't want to fact check you. It's fine. So, anyway, supposedly they're going to like another network or something. Man. Ah, well, dang! I was dang. hoping to see them. I was hoping to see that series. So, Finish. if you could trade places with somebody, who would it be? Would you trade places with Kim Kardashian? You want me to choose which one I would? No, with anybody. Play? Oh, I was gonna say I literally don't even watch that show. You want me to choose which one <laughs> with anybody? That's what anybody means. Oh my god. I don't know if I could Hmm, that's a good question. Maybe like 
maybe Michelle Obama. <laughs> and I would say that because she is on, she has like the, the platform, you know, that anyone can, well, I guess celebrities do too, but she has more power than any woman besides Kamala Harris right now. But then she doesn't have to do everything like her husband does, which is great. Is that a good answer? I don't know. I just would want to like, <laughs> You're like choose I want responsibility. I, I don't want, want all of responsibility. So, exactly. I want, just I want like, a good number of responsibilities, but I don't want it all. Oh, wait, but Michelle Obama doesn't want, she doesn't, she, he's not in office. She doesn't have any, not, Obama doesn't even really have any responsibilities. They could just chill if they wanted to. Well, they can now, but they don't. Well, yeah, but you just have a crush on Obama, huh? They just use their platform in a very respectful way. You got a crush on Obama, don't you? (laughs) You do, huh? Okay, next question. Celebrity crush. Ooh, girl, who's celebrity crush? Who who is it? Who is it? Dish, dish. Probably be Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling? He's got a huge head. He's got like a little big, he looks like a thumb. You know, you ever, you ever seen those thumb, like those thumb movies where it's all thumbs? That's what he looks like. I mean, he's the thumb with oh, the six pack. Like Spy Kids? Thumb Kids. Thumbs? You never seen those movies? Thumb movies? Thumb movies. Thumb yeah. <laughs> they got Thumb Wars. They got Thumb Tannic. <laughs> What the heck? They got no. Bat Thumb, the the I never the Blair Thumb Project, <laughs> the God, the Look, God search, Thumber. Search Spy Kids thumbs, and that's what I was talking about. They got Franken Thumb. They put God, they no. they basically I've never watched any of these. Have you watched those movies before? No, I think I've maybe seen one, but I knew they existed. That's that's. Oh a, no, I did not know. Oh my God! It's like basically they put your face on a thumb. Wow! That's what wow. Ryan Gosling looks like to me with a six pack, a thumb face. No, he's so handsome. Plus the notebook. There's there's a reason why he's always on the list. What is it about the notebook? What 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 have you? Let's the see. Notebook. What principles do you think the notebook has embarked on you in your in your journey of of dating? And this is a serious question. The notebook is, I don't know, it's two people that fall in love and maybe they're not meant to be together for what their society says or their parents say, but they find a reason to be together. And then I guess for my dating life, I don't know, just want to find someone. Wow. Yeah. I gotta so you say, I, that. I gotta say, very, very, very insightful. Um, I know, right? Yeah. So if there's any guys it's out there that, story. that, it's that like they can like... find her, because <laughs> because Erica's like fucking just wants to find Waldo. I just need to find him. <laughs> I'm not like that. Just want to find. Some... What what's what what are characteristics in a man that that you find? Like I said, because I think that. You see a movie like that, right? You see a movie like The Notebook. And then you, you either expect things to go the same way or you have this 
you know, idea of what things should be or, or like the struggle of love. And, but then, you know, when you, when those qualities or those things actually happen in real life, like a lot of people, I feel like don't really, don't really embrace them or take action on them. So that, that's kind of where like, what, what do you think genuinely that you like in, in a person that you, that you've noticed or people you've dated and maybe it didn't work out, but there was things that you're like, Oh, that's that. Okay. I, that part I did like about him. I didn't like all this other stuff. He was always farting at night and sleep farter, but um, everything else is cool. I guess from like the person that I last dated, I would say that I just want them to be ambitious. I don't want them to like, it's okay if you don't know where it's okay. If like you're stuck in a situation, but if you are, if you have a goal, or you know what you want to do in life, and maybe you're not there just yet, at least you have that ambition to get there. And that was what was wrong with my last relationship per se, because, you know, I just wanted to grow my business or I wanted to start my business at the time. And it was really hard to just communicate of like, I'm on the grind right now. Like I'm trying to do so many things. And it was like, he was on the couch, just, being lazy so many times so yeah i just want someone to be ambitious i want someone to push me and challenge me as as much as i would do the same with them and that we would grow together and you know once we talk like it would be like we have kind of you know both of our goals could be individually like career-wise but like in the end what do we want our life to be like together and can we go ahead so on, on that note what where do you what do you feel about like like say if you are with somebody who is ambitious right who's uh, whose ambition takes priority you know and 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 are well, i guess i guess it's it's a hard question to answer but i would say if there was an opportunity that maybe maybe for you or for him that said we have to do this because of my ambition and because of my goals are, how do you feel about putting your goals aside or, 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 or if it's going to put a damper on, on your goals, you know what I mean? Cause I feel like a lot of the times we have a blueprint, right. Of where we want to be and what, what we want to do, but then, you know, either people come into our lives or things happen that at least for me, I feel like I don't like to set such a, like a set in stone type blueprint, you know, because I feel like you're, it doesn't leave room for adjustment or for, you know, for, for fun or whatever it may be like if, if for, for variables. So how do you feel about like, if somebody does come in and say, you've been together, whatever, but my job or, or my, I've got to move to Texas. You right. Know, we've got to move to little Louisiana. I would think that, whatever we agreed on would be like the end goal. But like, of course that could also change. It would be that, of course it's like the chicken or the the egg. Like one person has to do it first if it is setting their their goal aside and then letting that other person um, pursue, you know, if it's their career or, or some other kind of goal first. And then as a respect for what that person sacrificed, they would do the same. So I would, for me, if it was like, I found that person and they were also ambitious and, you know, maybe I would have to set my goal to the side for a little bit, 
it would be that together we would agree. And then if the time came for, you know, me to pursue something that he would do the same and set his goals aside because together at the end, we have, you know, agreed or communicated that this would be like our end result. Does that make sense? It's just hard because maybe you don't know, like maybe that person agreed, you know, at the moment, but then things happen or something. And unfortunately, maybe you might had to do it first and set your goals aside, but then you guys didn't work out in the end. Yeah. So how would you feel if that was, if that was the case, if, if, if you sacrificed? Yep. Um, I would feel hurt. I mean, if we agreed, like, or if we like knew that we were, let's say end game and that wasn't the case of, you know, him respecting me and, you know, if I already made that sacrifice, I would probably end the relationship. And so, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you have to make a conscious decision of, of for yourself as well. Right. And I, but I think a lot of people very much do it in the, in the case of like, well, I'm going to do it, but you have to do this, this and that. And, and, and you know what I mean? Well, it's like, you have to make that decision as well that, you know, right. this could very well end and, and your, your stuff could end too. Like whatever you're doing, whatever your goals are, maybe it gets, you know, maybe there's a pandemic and then your business goes to shit or something, you right. know, like, and then they focused on you. Then how would you feel if there was like, you, you had them pause everything and then you changed your mind. So kind of like, how, how would it feel if it was the other way around? So if they did it first and then once it no, came. No, they, they put it, yeah, they put it yeah, on. They, they put their, their goals to the side and then, I don't know, for whatever reason I said my career is more important or, or something happened. Or you say never mind, never yeah. mind or whatever. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know, I met somebody or whatever. Like you said, they, 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 the, end, the relationship ends or whatever it may be. And you were like, you're saying if they, if I put my goals aside and they, for them, and then they went and changed things, I feel terrible. But what if you were the ones who actually like was the one that they put the goals aside for you? Like, would you say, well, you know, things change. Like, you, that's what I'm saying. Like for you, you were like, oh, that'd be horrible. I'd be hurt. I'd be this. I'd... I don't know. I feel like at the point I would, I would think that I, you know, I would do the same. I don't know what. I'm trying to think of a situation that I like would say like, no, my like, but I can't, I feel like if it is uh, like we're end game and we, we both respect each other, that is what a relationship is. I don't know. I don't think I would do that. You're saying you're, you're making me choose, but I, you keep saying, I you keep saying same and do that, but you're not really saying what you would actually do. No, you're making me choose to say that mm -hmm. you got to choose one more important and such that I wouldn't reciprocate. And I feel like I would. So you feel like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying not making you choose, but saying, how would you feel if you, if you were the one that had to like, Hey, you know what? Like things have changed, you know, not saying so that you, with that person. Yeah. And would, do you think that would be like a, from a place of like, oh, well, 
things have changed. I know you put all your stuff aside and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like in kind of the same way in the other way, like you said, well, if, if they did that to me, I'd feel terrible. Well, so yeah, would you I want someone to put their stuff aside for you? The same way. If, it, if it was that like it, this relationship didn't work out, let's say for a different reason, then I would also feel terrible. But then maybe it is that wasn't the person like that wasn't my person. So, okay, so that's a good place to go. Do you think that there's only one person for you or one person for each person? You said that wasn't my person. I know. I feel like I got that. I, from, I, I got that from Grey's Anatomy for sure. Um, I don't know. I feel like I did believe that for such a long time. What do you think? But now I, I don't know if I believe that. I feel like we can have, I don't know. I feel like I have, um, like I have, so like, for example, like in Sex and the City, I'm going back to a TV show right now. Yes. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker has all her best friends. And then she also has Mr. Big, which is like her person. But then like they... She also says that her soulmates are those group of women. I mean, I've had the same best friends since I was in kindergarten. And so I feel like those girls, you know, have, I've told everything to, like, they know everything about me. Yeah. So well, it, it, I, I guess in a, what, what about in a, I'm, I'm more in a romantic sense of like somebody you're, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Obviously your community of friends and, and yeah, they're, they're people in your life and, it's 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 great to I, have those, you know. Right, but what I'm saying is maybe you don't have like, maybe you have one person romantically, but then you have people, like. In I'm more life. saying, do you think there's one person for you out there that's like, oh, I just haven't found it. Like, you think that there's like, I just need to find that guy, and he lives in Normal Heights too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or or maybe he lives in Bangladesh, and I fuck. When am I gonna meet him? No. I just nope. like saying Bangladesh. I know. I was like, why did you pick that random place? <laughs> Bangladesh. Um, that's, that's my point, though. If there's only one person, who's to say world. that that one person isn't living in Bangladesh? Yeah, that's true. Like I said, yeah, I used to believe it, but I don't think I do now. So why do you think you believe it? Huh? Do you have a, do you, do you have a, do you, do you think you know why you believe that? Because you see fairy tales and you see, you know, movies like The Notebook where, where people keep fighting and, you know what I mean, like for that love. And I feel like it, it, it's, it's, it's only 90 minutes, you know, and Cinderella, you know, all he knew about her was that she was a dope ass dancer and she and, and her shoe size. That's about it, right? And they never really get into like the wedding of like, oh, what type of music does Cinderella like or, you know. No, I don't think because of that. I don't. I don't know. We're getting too complex with these questions. I actually have to. I don't know. I feel you actually have to think and and converse and get dig in dig into that mental health and that mind. That's what we're here for. Ah, I just believe now that you can find people. I don't know. I just I haven't found someone. The so. One. It's not the one. I, don't. I guess like, just 
past relationships have have made me think otherwise let's say that well i think there's a misconception that like when it's the one it's just gonna fucking be easy and it's, it's gonna, gonna be gonna, like Cinderella, it's just gonna like, be like boom it's just gonna, gonna be go that's this is it this is it instead of like eh, you gotta like you know get to know somebody and maybe there's good days and there's bad days you well, know maybe, and, and kind of make yourself know- vulnerable you know like you know to be to open yourself up like even i mean no offense but like now i'm kind of having you open up and you're like oh stop it stop it you know because it's like you don't want to be vulnerable and i get it it's not easy i get it i'm not saying that it's you know yeah it's it's a difficult thing and that's why we want to do you know things like this and you know to to explore these topics because or else you kind of just explore them alone and then you kind of make your own decisions and then you know are they the healthiest decisions i don't know I like to have the tools, at least for myself, to say, okay, let me analyze this, you know? Like you said, yeah, the notebook is like, oh, they're, you know, it's, it's your unconventional or like fucking 500 days of summer, you know? That one pissed me off. Oh. Goddamn summer! <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I have watched that, that one. But I do like the notebook because also, like, they know that they know that they drive each other crazy and there's lines that I'm trying to remember what Ryan Gosling says or Noah says in his character. And it's like, yeah, you drive me crazy, but I want to be with you. And, you know, we make it work. Like we need to make it work. This is for this relationship. Like we need to put in work. And so I I do like it in that aspect. So how, how do you, do you feel, how, how do you feel you've shown up in your relationship? Do you feel that you've shown up as the person who wants to make it work? or wants to put in the work? Or do you feel that you're more avoidant or more like, well, you need to make it work, not me. So if you don't put in the work, then goodbye, but I'm not doing it. I think my first couple of relationships, I was probably the person that was like, you need to put in the work. And then I would say the past recent relationships, I have tried to put in as much work as I could or try to make it work. And if it was something that was like, anger, uh, anger management issues or something that like I couldn't support, then that was like my out. Yeah. Or ones that were like, they weren't ambitious. And I, I gave them time and also was trying to help, but then they just gave up. I tried. So I tried as much as I could. I'll say that. And so then what does, I knew what that does that ambition mean to you, though? I mean, somebody could be, you know, maybe not well off um, and they work at, I don't know, in and out or something. But do you look down on somebody like that or? No, I wouldn't look down on like. But I wouldn't say, date them. <laughs> like I've I've dated like a server before, like a waiter but he like had ambition that he wanted to be in the hospitality industry and he was like wanting to be like an owner and so like that was amazing like i thought that was really ambitious but someone that's like i don't know why i'm in this career like i was just chosen for me or like i don't want to be in this career i want to be in another career but like during the whole time of dating didn't even practice or do anything within the career that he has already said he wanted to be in yeah. So, and like, so you have to work at it. How do you feel that translates to you, though? Because that's like their, their goals. 
Yeah, but like if we're talking about them and it's like, you know, like I want to be whatever. Like I want to be a musician. A Pokemon master. That, that person said like he was a nurse and he really wanted to be a musician. So I was like, great. Like, do you play? Um, have you tried to be like on YouTube and post things or do like, um, I don't know. I don't know that much musician stuff, but like, have you <laughs> played um, and stuff like that? And was like, no, like, and the whole time that we were together, never played, never tried anything. And it was like, after work which i get like he's a nurse but he's been a nurse for like like nothing with covid really changed during um during his time like he always was he always had the same kind of schedule because it was like in a, a nursing facility so so covid and like long hours or like stuff like that it didn't change like he had the same schedule and he just never gave in the time to try to change his life, even though he expressed it so much during our relationship, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, yeah. and sometimes I asked them like, hey, do you want to, um, do you want to play? Or like, is there something like that? Have you tried lives or have you done this? Or like, have you played at all this week? And it was like, nothing, it was just, and then, but he kept talking about it. So I don't know, you can only give so much. And he was unhappy where he was. He always said he was unhappy. So I don't know. In the end, that's like all we talked about. So it was like, okay, well, we're not going anywhere. So do you feel like that would translate to how they show up for you? Is that kind of where they're not going to want to build more with you if they don't want to build more within themselves? Or um, I think, well, specifically with that relationship, I think it was just like that was – what hovered over the relationship and it was like i'm trying to help you and yeah but it's not up, that's not up to you to help them is my point so like it's not it that's that's their goals that's what i'm saying how how does that translate to how it shows up for you because that's you know they've been whatever this person has been alive for 20 some odd years without your help so they don't really need your help you know what i, I mean but how do you how do you translate that to say, okay, if you don't have ambition, then I can't be with you because you don't let me help you or, or, how, or what, how does it affect not you is what I'm saying. Not help you, but like, if you're trying to strive for a goal and you keep talking about it, like, I don't have to help you. You can help yourself. It's just that like every single time we talked, it was like, I want to do this. So I'm not happy with my job. Okay, then for me, it would be like, okay, let's try to fix that. But I don't need to help you. You can help yourself. Yeah. But it was the same. It was the same four months. And so. Sounds like he just, it sounds like I he was just venting. He didn't really want to solve it. Right. But then to you, he could just be wanting to vent. To you, you were like, well, let's solve it. Let's fucking, let's take action. And sometimes well, yeah, people and don't want to take action. Exactly. And so that's why I wouldn't want to be in that relationship. And now I'm not. <laughs> so problem solved. <laughs> well, I don't know what else. No, I know. I'm just saying problem solved. <laughs> and there you go, right? We're not married. We don't have kids. So I can leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I suppose. I mean, that's what I said. Problem solved. There you go. So, so the central question around the podcast is when was the time that you felt like a weirdo? When I felt like a weirdo. Yeah. Whether it's weird. Okay. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> I am a weirdo. 
It could be something very personal. It could be something that you just with your friends and they were like, you know, Adam Sandler's dog, what? You know, like, or, or it could be just, maybe you're talking about your feelings and people are just like, ah, oh, you know, I don't want to hear that, you know? Or your friends are talking about their feelings and you can't, and maybe you can't um, take on, you know, like you said, like, oh, well, you're telling me this, this and that, like, just do this to solve it. Did that, did that make you feel weird when they're like, no? like you know give you pushback on that or i don't well, know I, i'll let you pick you know that's why i like your podcast because i feel like obviously weirdo people give it a negative connotation i think like weirdo for me means like you're unique yeah and so for me it would be that for me it would be that let's see i don't that i've been like really ambitious since i was little and i've been like I feel like out of my friends, um, I've always had to do like be on the go or do something or keep my schedule up. And and then like during college, like I always had something going on. I've been the one always like having different clubs or like being busy and communicating with people and like networking. And I don't know if that makes, I feel like I'm unique that way because I just have to constantly be socializing in the know. You feel like a shark. You got to keep moving. Uh, I feel like shark gives a bad connotation too. Think so? Yeah, I want to call myself a shark. Well, well, no, because the shark—they say like that. I don't. I think it's. I think it's false. But they say like that. That thing of like, if the shark stops moving, he dies or whatever. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, you want to keep moving. Mm Hmm. Yeah. So I just, I always have to keep moving. Like I can't stop, and that's just, that's always made me unique. If someone's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I have this many things to do today. Or I'm constantly trying to improve. Do you ever check yourself to stop? Yes. Slow, slow down. and. I feel like that's more of like the self-care. And I feel like that's just becoming more of like a um, topic of, in, not in, like topic recently in the last couple of years of people like, and that's like more with mental health and stuff now that we're getting more aware of it. It's that you need to, take the time to relax and and um, do some self-care um i'm horrible at self-care i need to start working on it but my self-care for me was like traveling and stuff and that was like for me paddleboarding like, yeah paddleboarding kickboxing like more exp- i well that came back to that question of like have you tried yoga and it was like i've tried it and i didn't like it because i like way more explosive movement workouts and and maybe that maybe that's why it's probably a good thing for you to do and to continue to explore it helps you slow down the yoga yeah maybe i mean i just love like finding a way to slow down in that you know yeah because all my workouts and stuff i like explosive movement i like punching the bag and kicking it as hard as i can so maybe i do need to slow down and maybe i can start with yoga yeah I can good. try it. I can try it again. I feel like I gave it. Okay. I tried it once. It here on the podcast, everyone's listening. Everyone heard it. You're going to try yoga again. I'm going to try yoga again. They've been having some good, like, they've been really creative with yoga. I saw one, I think it's like in goat, LA. Goat yoga? Goat. <laughs> yep. You put goats like on your back, like little baby goats though. Little you tiny. A full-size goat on your back. <laughs> How much weight do you want to put? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what the the. You know. It might purpose be more of like, that is, but it's just I don't know. Maybe it could be like therapy dogs, almost like yeah, just kind of. I think them that's around what it is. you puts you in like a mood or something like it calms you down and stuff with and then i don't know baby goats maybe because they like to climb things that little yep. kids well we've come to the end of our podcast anything you want to you know anything you want to say i think it's a good place to end on on everybody knowing that you're gonna go do yoga again and you're, you, you, you have yeah. committed you have committed to doing yoga i'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm going to actually do some meditation probably right now. I'm going to try to do yoga um, in little small increments, like in between my meetings. So I feel like we're all working from home and we're really busy. So I need to start doing that. It's good. I mean, it's good just in general, just the stretching of it, you know. Right. I'm going to do it. Awesome. She's going to do it, everybody. She's going to do it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks everybody for listening. I do. I'll do yoga. Do you? I meditate. Um, I was proud of myself. I actually meditated for like fifteen days straight every day. So that was oh. a that was the first time I did it all those days in a row. So yeah. So nice. thanks everybody for listening. Weirdos only podcast. Thank you.